so that we can break down uh, denominational walls, religious walls, relationship walls, Lord, uh, just uh, things that want to block us from stepping into all that you have for us. Lord, we just thank you that you are here with us. We rejoice in you this morning. Your name is holy. Your name is high. Your name is worthy of praise. Your name is above all names. And we worship and praise you this morning. Some of us don't feel like worshiping. That's the best time to give him a shout of praise. We bless you, Lord. Because whenever that resistance is in you, that's when you say, ha, ha, ha. I will not bow to resistance of the enemy. We say glory, hallelujah to your name. The rocks are not going to cry out on our behalf. The gates are open this morning, and we rejoice in that. We step into everything that the Lord has for us. Lord, you are so worthy, and we just thank you for this time. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. We're going to prepare and get ready for, uh, to receive the offering. Before we do, though, and you can just remain seated or stand. You can remain standing. Sorry. Don't sit down because you're going to have to stand right back up. But I want to personally invite every single Paula, Vicki, I'm looking at Judy, Rhonda, Amanda, I'm looking at Chaz, the Ellen, Angel, every lady. I am personally, Leah, inviting you for this Thursday night. And we are uh, meeting, and you know what? I try to hear from the Lord, and I do hear from Him. <laughs> And um, I was asking him about what us ladies were to do this year about having a meeting. And I, I felt like we have a guest speaker coming, but um, I, I didn't feel like that we were supposed to have just, it was just supposed to look different. And so we're going to meet this Thursday night, and then uh, we're probably going to meet again in May. And I kind of just see it building and going, and um, I don't really know past May, but I know those two things. So um, I just encourage you to come. I know that um, that we're just going to have a great time. So uh, this Thursday night at 7, I want to invite you, but before Thursday is Wednesday. And didn't we have a great time last Wednesday night? I mean, it was really a wonderful time. So I encourage you to come on Wednesday night and, and join us and be with us. So David's going to give it to us. with Bless his heart. He, he, it's going to be something because the either he's going to teach or it's going to snow. Because the last two times that he's been up, it snowed. So <laughs> it's either going to be David or snow. So we will see. But I, I'm praying for David. So <laughs> We decree David. Yes. John Hill has an announcement. He must. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, <clears throat> I'm a graduate of Rama Bible Training Center, and a friend of mine is graduated with after me he's going to nigeria uh he leaves tomorrow for six weeks he's a he's nigerian himself and i'm having a uh spaghetti meal at 3 three thirty today uh, and if you're interested in coming it's free but we take love offerings it's just trying to help him sponsor his trip he's not a really good pr guy so i'm trying to take up the slack and help up but he uh he could use some extra funds so i'm uh, he's a prophet. He's he's given prophetically words over me many times. He's he's a powerful man of God. If he was to walk in the room, he, all you'd see is white teeth coming in. And so you know, his wife is native and uh, and African American and native. So he's a cool guy. Uh, his name is Ike Blessed. That's his middle name is Blessed. But he 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 told me the last name. But I'm very familiar with the Nigerian people. I kept a young man in my home from Nigeria. He helped me actually with my mom when I was. And uh, there's three tribes, three main tribes. Yoruba and Igbo are the two Christian tribes. This, uh, Ike is from the Igbo tribe. But anyway, they're, they're interesting people. They, they, they're moved by the Holy Spirit. They, they have a unique ability to be led. They hear the Lord. They say, John, this is what the Lord's telling me to tell you. And I mean, he'll, he'll I say, whoa, how'd you know that? I saw him, he was walking down the road the other day, and he, I said, hey, he said he, he said he needed a ride. His car was, something happened, and so he hopped in, and 
immediately he started prophesying to me. But anyway, he's a, he's a good guy. But if you'd like to come and would even like to support him, I have this meal planned at 3.30. Get with me after church. Uh, it's in Tulsa at, uh, at the clubhouse of, of where I live. It's a nice place. It's a, we've got a good meal planned. I mean, I've, I've got a pot of spaghetti cooking right now in the crock pot. I'm, I used to cook. I, I've got all kinds of stuff in there. If you like good spicy spaghetti, thank you. We have ice cream, cake. We got it, John. We got it. <laughs> you know, we, we've all had dreams and plans and things we thought we might go do. And yet we said, well, I just never had the money to do it. And there's a lot of dreams that go away like that because we say, I guess God didn't want me to do it because the funds never came. Let me tell you what's got to come first is commitment. When you commit to a project, God will furnish the funds. He'll furnish the funds for this man. There's more coming in by believing God than there are trying to talk somebody out of it. And you, you wasn't trying to do that. Commitment. When you commit, you set your heart on it, God's put it in you, the resources will come. It's that way in other things in the Christian life, not just money. When you make the commitment that I'm going to pursue God, I'm going to go this way, I'm going to do this project, whatever it is, maybe it's your business, maybe it's your career, when you know it's a godly thing, when you make that commitment, you know what? God commits to it. Yes. And He's meeting that need. So, I know... Most of you are committed to blessing the Lord, to, to tithing. And I, it's above a tithe. It's learning to give revelation, to have a revelation gift of how to give, that he'll speak to you. He'll lead you in your finances. And don't we need that in this day and time? I'm going to ask the ushers to come. And let's just bring our offerings to the Lord this morning. Just come bless the Lord. Father, I speak blessings over this offering. Lord, that this offering is committed to your kingdom. Lord, we're going to send money to Ukraine. Lord, we've sent money to other places. We are committed to you, Christ Jesus. And I bless this offering in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Just bring your offerings. Then greet someone you haven't greeted this morning.
Recess is over. Some of you are going to have to stay after church. <laughs> Would you put up that scripture in um, Proverbs 20, verse 24, please? <clears throat> An interesting verse. It is the Lord who directs your life. And that should reassure some of you because you're not sure of that. He's directing your life. For each step you take is ordained by God to bring you closer to your destiny. <clears throat> Don't you want to fulfill your destiny? Yes. We prayed for my friend Elsie Hedrick, you know, and he's in the hospital. But I'm decreeing he will fulfill his destiny. So much of your life then remains a mystery. You don't... Oh, I wish I knew what God had planned. You know, sometimes you don't know. And sometimes you don't, well, you wish you didn't know what was ahead. If you, if you knew what that was, you wouldn't be uh, maybe a smile on your face. You'd live in dread. But we're to live in faith. We're to walk by God. Let me uh, put up that verse 30 also. Here's one. Some of you don't believe this one. When you're punished severely, you learn your lesson well. If you had a godly parents, you learned some lessons at home, right? For painful experiences do wonders to change your life. And see, we've got a generation of kids growing up that didn't have godly parents that love them enough to correct them. But let me tell you, do you believe your heavenly Father will correct you? How many of you know that God has corrected you sometime? Uh, yes, we do, don't we? Amen. Well, let me cheer you up some more. Let me see, give you some news headlines. Portland, Oregon Children's Hospital directs boys, little boys, to sex toy shop an instruction manual on how to tuck their genitals also provides guides on chest binding for girls and puberty blockers. The state of Maryland, they just passed a baby bill where they can abort a baby up to full term. Even if they try to abort a baby and it lives and is born, they can kill it up to the next 28 days. These are things going on. See, in, in, this, in this country, oh, in ESPN Network, I decree you're coming down. They're owned by ABC. They stopped twice, I believe, yesterday, the ladies' basketball game, to host special protests on perennial rights in a bill in Florida. And that bill says that teachers can't teach all this sex orientation kids to kids in, from kindergarten to third grade. But, you know, they, 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 they'll take, they'll stop and have a special moment of silent prayer to protest it. It's coming down. Those networks are coming down. That, that, you know, we talk about, and I stand against the Antichrist spirit. But you know what? I have to be sure and stand against the Antichrist spirit in me. Don't think we're not, a, it can't happen to us. Don't think we don't have some thoughts that uh, want to line up that way. But, you know, that's the world we're living in today. And uh, wars and rumors of war. And I, I do pray for Ukrainian people, those people in harm's way. Lord, intervene in all that. But war is not a time to fear. 
We must stand firm. There have always been wars. They will continue until Jesus comes. We are just recovering from China's COVID attack on the world now. We're just trying to get over that. And think about all the millions the elites made that planned all this, the money they made off the shots even. I'm telling you, it, we've been schemed. You talk about being hacked, we've been hacked. And there, there's a realigning of nations going on. China kind of hooking up with Russia. What about all these things? Russia wants Ukraine or wants part of it. Chuck Pierce prophesied this in 04 and 08 in the Ukraine that they had a brief window for revival and that by after 2020, Russia would be back after them. He's prophesied that over them. I'm telling you, God's plan, his word is going to unfold. His kingdom is coming. It will be done. And every God-hater will eventually bow his knee to the Lord Jesus Christ. I've heard Chuck uh, prophesy more than once that by 2016, China would be the world power. Come on, America's second fiddle right now. They know, why didn't Russia move in a little quicker? The trump card was playing. And he knew he couldn't move him around. But they know weak leaders. Lord, help us. Forgive us. Oh, and what about this? We in the United States are now agreeing to allow Iran's have this nuclear power. I think just yesterday, the last few days, they've bombed an American facility in Iraq. And they're Israel's number one enemy. Israel, they hate Israel. They want to destroy Israel, and yet we're going to empower them. Trump stopped that. Biden's opened it back up. Oh, don't we need to pray? But listen, regardless of what Russia does, we will overcome. Regardless of what China does, we will overcome. Regardless of what America does, we will overcome because we are the church of the living God. So we need to know the times. We need to know what's going on. But we need to know our destiny. We need to set our minds and say, we're going this way. Oh, Scripture says a thousand may fall on your left and ten thousand on your right, but it will not come near you. So it's still... Okay. Okay. Regardless of what America does, we will overcome. Scripture says you don't have because you do not ask. I'm going to ask the Lord to keep intervening in this. <clears throat> How many of you know about Dutch Sheets and his give him 15? He's got, I've heard him say, he, he's got hundreds of thousands of people listen to him every day. On that, And this week he said, Pastors, why don't you just have your church pray a little bit? And I'm going to ask some of you to come and pray a minute. Now, we had a great prayer time, and more of you are coming early to pray with us. But I've got some things. I want to limit this prayer. I want to limit it <clears throat> to praying for our world, the war, those conflicts. Or praying for our nation and the government, our city in this region, our church or the church family, about those four things. I want us to pray for those this morning. I want some of you to come and pray for those. Now, I don't want pharisaical prayers. I don't want preachy prayers. I just want you to pray. I'm going to ask David to come and start it out. Try that mic again. You think it's just that mic? Somebody yes. else come and be ready to pray when Thank he gets you, through. Thank you, Lord. Come on. 
Father God, we're so thankful that we know you and know that we are secure in you. And we, I lift up the body of Christ, the ecclesia, Lord, in Ukraine. These people are suffering, not only the ecclesia, but all of the people that are suffering. When war comes, the people suffer. And so we lift them up to you, Lord. We just pray, God, that you would protect them supernaturally and lead them out, especially your body, Lord. We just pray that, that you would strengthen them and bless them and everyone that is trying to help them, Lord, Samaritan's Purse and all of those groups that are going in and helping. Lord, we just ask your blessings upon that and to bless them, we pray. And Lord, you can turn the heart of the king. You can turn their hearts. And we just pray that this thing would come to an end. God forbid that it should come onto our soil. And it could. But Father, we know that you're shaking the earth right now. And everything that can be shaken will be shaken. Until you shake it out. So Father, we just thank you for what you're doing. But Father, let us look to you because you are our life source. You are our life. And we thank you, Father, that we have security in you. We can rest in you. We can have peace in you in the time of trouble. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. This is a prayer of Habakkuk. Oh, Lord, I have heard what you have done, and I'm filled with awe. Now do it again in our times, the great deeds you used to do. Be merciful even when you're angry. And Lord, we have heard so much stories about revival and things you've done, even in this country, Lord. I've just read a story of a, when the ships would come close to the harbor after the Great Awakening up by New York. People would fall on their face as they hit the ground here in America. Lord, we want to see that again. We don't want revival. We want reformation in this land. We want to see another awakening of this country, Lord. We want to see people just fall out under your power, Lord. We can't do it. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy on us. Lord, we've done wrong. We have been uh, neglectful to pray. You said if my people who are called by name will pray, and humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways. Lord, we do some of this. We don't do all of it. We want you to direct us, Lord, to how to pray, that we can see, even when they come into Skytook, we can see people fall on their face for you, Lord, for your glory here when they come into this town. Lord, I just thank you for what you're going to do. I see your kingdom coming in this place, Lord, even in this church, we pray for every church in this town where your name is proclaimed, where your glory is spoken of. Lord, let people be saved today all over this town, all over this city, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Amen. Someone else come while John's praying. The Lord just said prophesy over every one of these chairs that they be filled. I prophesy over this place that the name of Jesus that every seat is, that's empty will be filled with, with people. Father, we thank you for the release of the Holy Spirit. We ask, Father, for the lost from the north, south, east, and west to come. Father, we thank you for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We are in the last days outpouring of your Holy Spirit. Father, that brings conviction, just like you convicted me. Someone stood up and, and proclaimed the gospel to me. A brave girl in my school challenged me to come to her church. And, and God, you use that one person. Let us, each one of us, be bold like she was bold, like she challenged me. We ask you, I ask that, Lord, you bring all, each one of us to challenge other people to come to you, Lord, and to get their lives right with you. Father, we ask for the Spirit to be poured out, just like in the Great Awakening in America. We said that they wouldn't even let people get up in the trees to hear speakers because the Holy Spirit would hit them out and knock them out of the trees. They didn't want to 
anybody to be injured. The Holy Spirit was falling all over the all over the, this this country. Father, we thank you that the Holy Ghost brings conviction. Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit conviction. I proclaim Jesus as Lord over Sky Took. I proclaim Jesus as Lord over this church, Ascension Church. I declare Jesus as Lord over America. I declare the Lordship of Jesus as Lord over Ukraine and Russia. And I thank you, Lord, you're separating the sheep from the goats, but you're providing, you're, you're preparing a bride for yourself, for yourself, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, the water of the Word of God is washing us clean, making us pure and holy before the living God. Thank you, Lord. We welcome this. You said, ask of me, and I'll give you the heathen for your inheritance. We ask for, he, we ask for souls, Lord. We ask for souls in Jesus' name. Amen. Psalm 22, 5. They cried out to you and were delivered. They trusted in you and were not disappointed or ashamed. America, land of the free, Lord, continue to lead us in your freedom that our children be free, that our grandchildren be free, that this country will be once again great in your name. Amen. Lord, we lift to you the nations. We lift to you the body of Christ in the nations, Lord. And we say, rise up in the spirit of the Lord. Rise up in the fire of God and, and be used by the Lord. Lord, we pray for Mount Carmel showdowns in, in every area where evil is trying to prevail. We say, Lord, rise and scatter your enemies. We just speak to our, uh, the body, the body of Christ, the, the believers in every nation, Lord, to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We pray, Lord, that miracles would follow in Jesus' name, that many would be one to the Lord in these hard circumstances. Lord, we thank you that we have hope in you. The nations have hope in you. We pray that the word of the Lord would go forth with great power and that many would come to you in Jesus' name. I just pray for the Church of America. And Lord, your word says that judgment starts in the house of the Lord. And so, Lord, I just pray that, that men and women of God would begin to awaken. They know you as Savior, but we say, wake up and know him as Lord. Wake up and know him as Lord. God, I thank you for this time. I thank you that it's uncomfortable for some here this morning. I thank you we're doing something new. Lord, we want to be led by your spirit, and pastor is being led by your spirit, and Lord, we just um, want to be comfortable in the uncomfortable, Lord, and, and Lord, I just heard this this morning, Deuteronomy 28.2, it says, all the blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you obey the voice of the Lord. So, Lord, we want to be obedient to you, but and, Lord, we thank you that even in the midst of a recession and the turmoil that's going on in our country, that you will, this promise is true, and that you will bring your blessings to us in this time. And then as we've been hearing about decreeing things, I'm just reminded of Joshua, and that it took a shout and a whole city came down. So, Lord, you are t showing us when to open our mouths and when to decree things of you. And whenever we are being obedient and falling in your footsteps and moving with you, things are going to move. Walls are going to fall down. Things are going to change and look more like you so lord we just we thank you god our our assurance is in you i bless sky and the churches that are following after you lord in jesus name lord we just come to you um humbly before your throne grace and mercy lord and we just lift up the the things that are going on and in uh, not only in our nation but you know over in ukraine and russia and china and lord even though there's a song that says uh, even though we don't see it you're moving even you're though right. we don't see Amen. it you're working Amen. lord and so we have faith in you but we just ask that your spirit fall farther god upon yes, each and lord. every person in each and every situation over there father we lift up the innocent people to you and ask you to put a hedge of protection about them father god we pray for godly wisdom and for the 
for the president and all of his little cohorts, Father God, that they just had the mind of Christ, Lord. We, we know in our flesh what it looks like, but God, you can send mighty angels from the gates of heaven, Father God, to fall upon them and, and make decisions that you want to make, Father God. And they might not even know why they're saying this or doing that or giving orders for this or that, Father God. But your glory, Father God, come upon them and, um, and it be, let your will be done, Father. Thank you, Father God, for the song this morning that said, let your spirit fall, Lord. And I just ask that you let it fall. <clears throat> in greater, mightier ways upon each and every one of us, Father God, in the whole whole world, Lord, and in this church, in this town, in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, Father, we just thank you, Father. We give you praise, Father. Father, you said pray without ceasing, Father God. And I agree with these prayers, Father. I pray for wisdom and discernment, Father God as a church body that, that we would know how to pray for, for these, these circumstances and these, these stuff that's going on in our country and, and abroad, Father God, that you'd lead our spirit in how to pray for these things, Father God. Can you need to pray, Father, that the, that the fear of the Lord would fall upon the leaders of, the, of our nation as well as these other nations, Father God. And as you said, that every knee will bow, Father. I pray that their knee bow sooner than later, Father God. Lord, we just, we just commit this to you, Father God, and we thank you, Father. We thank you that, you're, that your hand's on it, Father, and we just rejoice, Father, that you've got this under control, Father, and we just, we just believe in you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, I just thank you and praise you, and I thank you for the, the work you're doing in us, Lord, to prepare us and equip us, Lord to get your army together to defeat this battle that we're in, Lord. And I just thank you for the dream that you gave me last night. When I came into church, the pews were just filled. They were even further back than what they go right now. And I thank you for the hope that you've given me, Lord. And I just speak that to come true in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now that's a good dream, huh? I woke up singing the other night. I had this great dream. Had a good dream. Your touch is what I long for. You have given life to me. And to give you life. Surely had not have to take pulses to find out, you know. Has he given you life? Amen. He's given you life. I'm going to look at Matthew 16 just a minute. You know this scripture, Matthew 16, 13. <clears throat> it's where Jesus said, uh, ask his disciples, who do the people say the Son of Man is? And they said, well, some say John the Baptist or others or Elisha or Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And he said, but who do you say that I am? Yeah. Let me ask you, who do you say he is? What if somebody talks about God, who do you say he is? Who is he to you? I tell you, he wants to be everything to us, doesn't he? And it's where Peter answered, You're the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. My Father who is in heaven revealed it to you. He got a revelation. He said, I'm going to build my church on that revelation, not on Peter, but on the revelation of personally knowing the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know what he said about that? He said a great statement. I will build my church. Listen, there's enough here to change the world right here this morning. There's power in here this morning. That's who you are. God's got you. He's got your family. Yeah. It's his idea. Yeah. We read that, I read you that scripture. He brought you today. He ordained your steps. Yeah. He's got more for you than you know. They that are hungry and thirsty, he'll fill you up. Yeah. He's filling us up this morning. 
That's a great revelation. Every pastor should know that revelation. That it's up to God to build the church. I, I can attest I can't build it. We've all tried it. But we can't. We can't even make converts. We make converts to our ways. But we need to make them to His way. And there's a big dis big difference. You know, Billy Graham, I think, was not, it wasn't Billy Graham. It was way before him. Moody, I think, found this drunk guy, and the guy kind of come up, and he said, I'm one of your disciples. He said, you must be. You're not one of Jesus's. You know, and, and there's a big difference. It's, there's a big difference. But he's building his church. He's going to get it done. And he doesn't need me or he doesn't need you. He'll do it anyway. But he allows us to be in on it if we want to get in on it. But everybody just doesn't want in on it. Because you know why? Well, you're not preaching it the way I grew up believing it. Well, get over it. Get over it. Agree with the Word of God. You don't have to agree with me. Agree with the Word of God. He builds the church, His church. But then it goes on. And the gates of Hades, gates of hell will not overpower it. They said he was in Caesarea Philippi. He was right by a location known as the gates of Hades when he made that statement. That's what it's about. But nothing's going to stop the church of the Almighty God. It may look like it. The church is going to overcome. And you've got an opportunity to be part of it. We want to be part of it, Lord. But now, can we believe that he's going to do his part? He's going to do it with or without you. He is. But now, I love this next part too, in verse 19. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall have been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall have been loosed in heaven. Well, you've heard that verse a lot of times. But to me, my revelation of that, he's going to build his church. But who did he give the keys to? He gave them to us, the church. And the kingdom of God He's building the church. We're to build the kingdom. We're to bind and loose in the kingdom of God. We're to bind the things that aren't allowed in heaven. We've been talking about the decrees. That's what they are. They're loosing the kingdom of God to come. You can make decrees to bind and stop also. But I'm telling you, this is where the church is not doing it. Now, we can pray all we want to about God doing things. And we can move God. But he's patting his foot. He's waiting. He's waiting on us to start making some of those decrees. To act like we really believe what we say. What the Word says. For, what we can forbid on earth what's forbidden in heaven. If it's not allowed in heaven, it's not allowed. We can release on earth that which is released in heaven. See, you carry the kingdom of God within you because the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Jesus lives within you. And as you go, so He goes. But we go pretty mousy, pretty quiet. Most of the time. And I understand whether someone can really witness in the flesh or not, I'm not sure. There's some I think maybe can, but I, I don't know if you can or not. But we let our circumstances dictate to us more than we allow the Spirit of God where we can release the kingdom of God. You can release it in your job. You can release it over your business. You can release those. You can bind and stand against. Okay, and I, I know there's some things we've bound that's still going on. Because 
we're not hungry and thirsty enough for more of him. The church, he's going to raise the church to another level. Do you remember about the fifth chapter of Acts? When a man and woman sold a piece of property they owned. And they agreed. They said, you know, we've sold it and we're going to give some to the church. But let's say, let's keep some of it and say, this is all of it. And the man came in and Peter said, so that's what you did. Oh yeah, that's what we did. That's the price. Now they didn't have to give it all. They didn't have to. But they gave it and said it's all. And Peter said, you know what? You just lied to God. You're dead. You know why that happened? Because the power of God was that real in that church. Now come on, when we get to that level, it'll happen here. Oh, we, we want to love joy bumps and all that. We don't want God calling us out and dealing with us for our ways that aren't all of Him. And three hours later, here comes sister. Keep him straight in. Oh yeah, that's just what we did. We gave it all, brother. They'll carry, they're, oh, those guys that just carried your husband out, they're coming back in. They'll carry you out. She falls dead because she lied to God also. That's the power of God. That's the power of God just as much as somebody getting a real visitation, a move of God. That's the power of God also. See, there's a judgment side of God just as, as there is a blessing side of God, a grace side of God. And the church is just interested in the, the grace. And listen, I believe in the grace side. I'm just like the prodigal. I wouldn't have made it if it wasn't for grace. I pray you have grace. God has got time. He has given us chances and chances and chances. But Lord, we want your power to come. And listen, don't underestimate your prayers. Keep praying. Keep praying for our country. Keep praying for this. God's moving in this nation. China doesn't have to be the power in 2026. If the church rises up, listen, God's eventually going to deal with this Antichrist Communist Party someday, that spirit behind it anyway. And probably the church, the strongest church on earth is probably the church in China, the underground church. There's a great church in Iran. Wonder if, if we had to be underground, how it would be. I know most of you'd be there. We just just praise God. We don't live in that right now. That we still have a right to assemble. We still have that right. But it's it's just hard to believe how much has already changed. So don't don't think that it can't. Don't think that it can't keep going that way. I mean, with them just printing money and just opening the borders and let everybody come in and meeting all their needs. It, it's, it's a mixed up place. It's anti-God. See, this regime is about breaking this nation. That we're, There'll just be two... Right, uh, Two groups of people, the elites and the poorless. That's what they want. They, the middle class is an issue to them. It's just like I was thinking this when somebody prayed a while ago. There's just two reasons we hadn't had war in this nation. One, the first one's God. And they know every household's got a gun or guns there. And I, that's a big issue. So why do you think they want your guns? You think it's not a one world scheme. But listen, we've got to believe our God. He has given us the right to bind and loose. Bind and loose. There's things going on. Maybe it's your home. Maybe it's your job. Maybe what, whatever it is. What needs to be bound? What needs to be stopped? What about that Antichrist spirit in us? That needs to be stopped. 
What, do we, what needs to be loosed? What needs to be loosed with your friends that don't know the Lord? You need to bind the powers of darkness. You need to bind the God of this world. You don't have to get in their face to do it. You can do it apart from them. You can do it quietly around them. Bind that power of darkness. Loose the goodness of God on them, the grace of God on them. Whatever God leads you to do in that time. Why are, why are we here? See, this is an army. You look around and say, just us? No, it's us. This is it. This is it. We've burnt the ships. There's nobody, no other way home. We've got to fight our way through it. We're going to the other side. We're going on. Anybody else want to go? Come on. The answer is yes, let's go. Don't estimate your prayers. If you don't know how to pray, Luke, uh, let's, let's look at Luke 11. Luke 11 is where the disciples ask uh, Jesus, teach us to pray like John taught his disciples. And he basically just shortened up the Lord's Prayer out of uh, Matthew 6 a little bit. When you pray, say, Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. That's your physical bread. And forgive us our sins. For we ourselves are forgiving everyone who is indebted to us. Are you for walking in forgiveness? Lead us not into temptation. But then he says, suppose someone of you has a friend that comes to him at midnight and says, friend, give me three loaves. A friend of mine has come to me for a journey and I have nothing to set before him. And from inside he answers and said, do not bother me. The door has already been shut and my children and I are in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you anything because he is his friend, yet because of his persistence, he'll get up and give him as much as he needs. Be persistent is what he's talking about. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I say to you, ask and it'll be given to you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and it'll be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and he seeks finds and to him who knocks it will be opened. Well, I've tried it and it didn't happen. <clears throat> Listen, we've all prayed for things that didn't happen just the way we wanted it to. But the Word of God is true. Not my situation. Not my circumstance. The Word of God says everyone who asks receives. He who seeks find. He who knocks it will be opened. Now, suppose one of your fathers is asked by his son to give him a fish. He'll not give him a snake instead of a fish, will he? Or if he asks for an egg, he'll not give him a scorpion, will he? Well, of course not. If you then, being evil, know how to good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to him who asks? He just kind of brought the Holy Spirit in there, didn't he? He just kind of brought that up at the end. He's preparing them for when the Holy Spirit really, really comes. But how are you doing when you're asking? See, that asking, those can be proclamations. Ask God. There's nothing you can't talk to God about. You should be able to talk to Him every... But it's just you talking. Just like... You talk to another person, but you can talk to him. You're, you're not going to embarrass him. You can talk to him about anything. If you'll just get honest with him, tell him how you feel. I just heard a story of a man that was an atheist, and his sister kept trying to get him to go to church, and he finally told his fiance. Come on, I'm going to go with her just to shut her up. I'll never be in the house of God again. But he said, you know, it's a, something happened to me at that service, and they give the altar call. There I was down there, and she was down there with me. Amen. I mean, God changed him just, just like, he said, 
God, I don't know what the F you're up to. Come on. That's just where he was. Get over it. And God saved him. God changed him. He's a great, I'm going to see if I can get him to come. He's got a great story. But listen, we've all got a story, but we don't think God will do it for us. Wherever, whoever you, wherever you're at in your walk with God, He's got more for every one of us. It's, a, it's an endless study uh, of walking into your destiny. I wish I could have started preaching where I'm at now. I wish I could have. I mean, we're, that's the way life is. I should have been here years ago. But you feel that way about a lot of things. If you don't, you're never going to go anywhere. But we've got to press into His kingdom. It's about Him. It's about Jesus allowing the King of kings to be in your life who He says He is and wants to be. Just bless the Lord. Come on, let's just stand up and give Him praise and thanks this morning. Listen. Anyone here just needs more of Jesus, you, you can have all you want. In fact, you've already got all you want. If you wanted more, you'd have it. But if you want, just come. If you'll step out and give him a chance, he'll continue to give you more of you in his life. Here's that song I woke up dreaming about. Too. He's given life to you. I was nothing until okay. you found me. Paul wants more you of Jesus. Lord, give him more. Lord, give him, fill him full. Give him more. More of you, Lord. Less of Paul, more of Jesus. Your presence is what I long for. Hunger and thirst for Him. He's King Jesus. Lord, fill us. Fresh fillings, Lord. More. More. More, Lord. More of Your kingdom. More of Your kingdom, Lord. More of Your kingdom, Lord. More of Your kingdom. Less available. More of You, Lord. I got a godly project for you, Rob. God's got one for you. Blessing, filling fresh and anew. Healing from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord. Give Byron a big drink. Lord, he's carrying a load that only you can carry. He's carrying a load that only you can. He hears you, Byron. He hears you. Lord, I pray revelation for him. Revelation, Lord. Revelation, Lord. Listen, come on. We can go home and shut the door and act like it's okay, but we know it's not. We know something's got to change. Somebody's going to have to make some decisions. It may not suit everybody in the household, but you've got to make a decision which way you're going to go. Your touch, Lord, your touch is what we want.